relationships over anything and everything in the classroom. Your content does not matter until your students know that they matter. That was this week's guest, teacher and mental health advocate, Dana Skillman. And you are listening to episode number 11 of the Teacher's Guide podcast. Gentlemen, what are the four pillars? Now you all remember how scary your first days in school were. You done messed up, Hello and welcome to the Teacher's Guide podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Zach Woodward. I'm a primary school teacher from Brisbane, Australia, and I will be your host each week. The aim of this podcast is to provide information and experiences that will help all teachers to thrive in their role, particularly aimed at beginner teachers and those who are aspiring to one day join the teaching profession. We like each episode to be short and to the point, so let's get into it. Today's guest, Dana Skillman, is a specialist science teacher from New Jersey. She's a regular presenter at the online Educators to Educators conference in the States, and she's big on building relationships with students in the classroom to assist with mental well-being. I started out by asking Dana to tell us a bit more about the idea she has of having mindful Mondays in her classroom and how this can help students with their well-being. So in my classroom, we do a mindful Monday. Good. And yes. So Excellent. Yeah. So on Mondays, we have a talking circle mm. for the first 20 minutes. And they don't have to talk, mm. but they rate their feelings from 1 to 10. Good. Um, and we just go in a circle and they yep. say, like, I'm a 1, I'm a 10, I'm a whatever. Mm. Um, but they don't have to say why if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. And usually in the beginning of the year, they don't. Mm. And then to the middle of the year, you start to get some of the whys. And then if someone is really upset, you might get that one that's like, I'm a one today and this is why. Mm. Yeah. You know, because they want yeah. to be all validated. Yeah, of, of course. Yes. Um, so we do that. And that actually really helps because they do start to associate me with a safe place and someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, because it is so important for your students to know that they can talk to you and yes. it's not a judgment zone. Yes. Um, I feel like that is for that student that is going to say, no, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk, like whatever. Why yeah. are they feeling that way towards you? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. what has your other interactions with this student been? Mm. Because mm-hmm. you can't say, are you okay, after you just, like, gave him detention. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. You're <laughs> like, right. what do you expect There's it's going to be? There's a time place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so, when it comes to strategies, uh, so, you obviously, you have your Mindful Monday. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about reactive strategies in a second, but any other proactive strategies about things you do to make sure that your classroom is that safe place where students can uh, talk about their mental health? We really talk about how even outside of Mindful Mondays, we talk about making mistakes yeah. and how if someone makes a mistake, we it's not like we don't laugh at it. Mm. Uh, we learn from it. Mm. Um, 
so that it's okay if you make a mistake. Yes. You know, it's okay to read out loud and get a word wrong. Yes. Because there's a lot of times that a student won't read out loud because they're so afraid of making a mistake or I work in a very high Hispanic population. Okay. So because of their accent or not knowing the language, they don't want to say the words out loud. Mm. Um, so we talk about like, no, like we're all learning. We are, we are all learning. If, if you have a, uh, a student come to you with a particular issue or you're noticing uh, a student is showing signs of anxiety, what do you do then? So what, um, what can we put in place for them? So we definitely do tips. Mm. Um, I do a survey. Mm-hmm. On Fridays, we do um, checkout Fridays. So Mondays, we do our Mindfulness Monday, and then Fridays, yeah. we do checkout Fridays. And our checkout Fridays is when we figure out what we're going to talk about on Mondays. Okay. And that's when they tell me, okay, I need tips for this. And they might say um, behavior management or um, not behavior, anger management. Yes. Um, Someone has said to me, like, Miss Skillman, I am so angry. Can you help me not be so angry? Yeah. And, um... So it it would just basically come up with skills. And the thing that I try to remember is that they are just kids. Yes. You know, like we have to be realistic in what we expect from them. So while I'm giving them tips, I'm not giving them tips that I would give you or me Mm. or my husband Mm. or a best friend. Like Mm -hmm. I'm giving them tips that are bite size and tangible and mm. you know might come off as really super easy maybe but they're huge yes yes so that's yeah. probably the biggest thing is the tips like we come mm. up with tips okay what is something that you can do mm. all right and like we talk about um control mm-hmm. um what is something that you can control in this mm. situation yeah yeah, um, right. One of the biggest stressors that my students came to me with last year was that they just wanted to make their parents proud. It, it was just like mind blowing because I'm like, mm. you guys are you guys are nine. Yes. Yeah, like, there's lots of pressure. You're putting there. so much pressure on yourselves in these little bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And um so we had a big conversation about like what can you control? Okay, you mm. can control studying. You can control your, like, trying your best, but, like, that's yeah. it. Like, yes. you can't. No. And when, when students are under so much pressure, obviously we can't, we can't control, we as the teacher can't change the pressure that comes from the parents, but we can definitely yeah. communicate our expectations of trying their best. Yep. And if, if, if they if they know that we as the teacher want them to try their best and put in 100% effort, then that's that's what we want to see in the classroom. Well, yeah, and I think it's really important that they know that we're on their side and we're mm. their advocate. Mm. Um, mm. And that's not to say that parents are not. Mm. Um, oh, no, of course. I yeah. think I don't ever want my students to say, oh, no, there's a parent-teacher conference. Yeah. yeah. Watch out. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. You know? What are they going to say about me? Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
um, it has always been like, I remember I had this one student and she was, she tried so hard, but she, mm. she was a B student and they mm. wanted her to be an A student. Mm. Um, her sister was a doctor and it, a B was not good enough. Yeah. And she knew though, that when they sat down for the parent teacher conference, that while I did not a hundred percent agree with what they were saying, I did sit there and say, she is trying her best. I mm. see her trying her best. Yeah. And that's all we can ask of her. Yes. And so like, while she still had a little bit of that stress, she still knew that I had her back. Yes. Yeah. And I like that you use, you use the word advocate and students need us to be their advocate. And yeah. uh, and if obviously if they're not trying their best, we'll pull them into line and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll tell them we have higher expectations for them. But if they're trying their best, they need a pat on the back from us and they need us to go, Absolutely. you're doing, you, you keep this up, you're doing a really good job. And some students Absolutely. are B students. Some students cannot get up to that A. And, uh, but, but they're still trying their best and that, that's what we want to see. No, and it's really important that the parents know the good, mm. um, not just the bad. I hope you're enjoying our chat with Dana Skillman about building relationships with our students in order to enhance their well-being. She'll be back in a moment with her three tips for beginner teachers. Before we continue, here's a quick message about the sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by WillPro, and the team at WillPro make it their mission to help people just like you create a personalized and professional will all online for just $99. So you can create a will from the comfort of your own couch. And for listeners of the Teacher's Guide podcast, WillPro have a very special offer for you. They are offering you 15% off. All you need to do is type in the code TEACHERPODCAST at the checkout and you can have your will done online for 15% off. So that code again is TEACHERPODCAST, all one word, and it is written down in today's show notes for you. So head over to willpro.com.au and start making your will today. WillPro, let your will be done. My first tip, my absolute first tip would be relationships first. Yes. That would be my absolute first is relationships. Relationships over anything and everything in the classroom. Your content does not matter until your students know that they matter. Yes. And so would you spend the first few weeks of term just building those relationships? It, it, that's on. So for me, my relationships start over the summer. Um, I do what I can to get postcards out just to mm. introduce myself to the kids. Yes. And that is not saying that I want everyone to run out and, and, uh, I know what it's like to compare yourself to other teachers. Mm. Um, so I'm not saying to do that. But for me, relationships play that big of a part for me that I do want them to know that I am so excited mm. to meet them. So we, we have your first tip of keeping relationships with students. Relationships first. Yes. And then your second tip uh, is about the 
good communication home with parents. Good communication. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sending emails, making phone calls yep. when something Even good happens. Even texting. I know like some schools you're not allowed to, but there's so mm. many programs that you can use um, to send a text to parents. Um, mm. I use Remind. Okay. Um, but I know like you can do it on Class Dojo. Yes. Uh, even even um, Google Classroom has a way for you to communicate with parents. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Excellent. Yeah, look at that. It's through um, it's through their email. Like you can just like hook up their email to it. Yeah, brilliant. All right, I'll look into that. And what yeah. would your third general tip for a graduate teacher be for their first year? This is hard because I still don't do it all the time, mm. but I know that I need to. Um, you have to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes back to that first job that I told you was really toxic and mm. it was really nasty. And I got to a point where I wasn't the teacher that I wanted to be at all. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't the mom that I wanted to be to my little boy. I wasn't the wife. I wasn't, mm. I was so nasty. Mm. And, um, and I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to leave those kids and I didn't want to like let anyone down. But um, I realized that I wasn't doing anyone good yep. by not putting myself first. Yes. Yes. So I think that would definitely be it is to like really put yourself um, first. Don't be afraid mm. to put yourself first. Yeah. Good. Good, because so many graduate teachers uh, believe this myth that you have to spend your first year staying up till midnight every night planning, spending all weekend planning. But we can't give from an empty well. So, so many graduate teachers give up their hobbies and they stop hanging out with their friends. But that's still so important to do. So many veteran teachers still do that. Yes, yes. And it's no good. It doesn't help us in the long run. We, Mm -hmm. We are people. We're not robots. So we have to we have to make sure we're giving from a, a full cup, not an empty yeah. cup. And that's very good advice. Finally, are there any resources that you use in your classroom uh, to help students with their mental health? Obviously, you have Mindfulness Monday where you have conversations, but are there any resources that people can tap into? I mm. do use a Mindful Minute on um, YouTube. Okay. It's yep. one minute of just silence with pictures and Mm. we do that every day before class Mm. Um, it's just one minute because again Mm. I know that time is very important um, but the hustle and the bustle of coming in from the hallway Mm. they would just come in and go right to work and they just weren't giving me their best yeah I was like all right we need to calm down we need to calm down and um so my mentee, the person I was actually mentoring, mm. <laughs> told me about this. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And so every day they would come in and we would do this one minute, um, mindful minute. Mm. And it's just, I would give them permission to not think of anything for one minute. You don't have to worry about what chores you have to do at home, what homework you have you're due now, you're bell ringer, like nothing. You're not mm. worrying about anything. And for one minute, we would just be silent. 
good. And relationships, that's great that we don't need to go and spend hundreds of dollars on textbooks to look after our students' mental health. We no, can do it. You really naturally. don't. It it, it yeah. you really don't. Mm. No, very good. Very good. And so Dana, you have an Instagram where you post I I've seen you post some useful quotes and and other resources and information for mental health. How can people find you online? Yeah, so Instagram is my biggest way to get me and that's um at smiling with science. Mhm. And that's on Instagram. Great. Um and then you can DM me on there. Excellent. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Yep. So I'll put that link in the show notes for today, Smiling with Science on Instagram. And Dana, can you tell us about the conference you are about to present at, the online ah, conference? Educators to Educators is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is over 70 presenters and it's 100% free. Yeah. And this year's theme is supporting all learners. Mm -hmm. So it's going to have like different classes on how to talk about racism, how to talk about LGBT, how to help with dyslexia, how to help with trauma. Um, how to i'm doing one on mental health yes and um calming the anxious child is the name of mine excellent um there's so many and the the best part about it is that it is actually educators teaching educators so that we Mm -hmm. know it like we're Mm -hmm. in the thick of it it's not someone who's like no really i get it here's something that you can do and you really can't Yes. Yeah, the good people who are on the ground. Sure. Yeah. Great. And so that Oh, link, I do. I love it. Excellent. So I will put that link in the show notes as well. Educators to Educators online mm-hmm. webinar conference. Well, Dana, thank you so much for coming on to the Teacher's Guide podcast. There's thank been you some so lots much. of lots of great information you've shared with us today and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to speak to you again. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks, Dana. Bye. Bye. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening and joining us. If you want to get in contact with Dana to hear more about how you can increase student well-being,